Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about practices and tools and ways to step into our allness, our fullness as women. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, and today's episode is about finding and feeling and releasing some of the fear that holds us back, specifically some of the more hidden fear. So we kind of go into the unconscious blocks, the subconscious sabotage patterns that are preventing us from stepping into the relationships that we're desiring or the soul path that we're longing for, kind of that deeper, truer, more authentic way of being in the world and just some of the hidden stuff that is unconsciously getting in the way of that. So um, if you're not a subscriber to Rewilding, I would absolutely recommend doing that. Reason being, we share lots of subscriber-only goodies like the astrology forecast each month only goes to subscribers and other just specials and offers and different discounts that are subscriber only. So if you're not already a subscriber, I would say go to rewildingforwomen.com and subscribe. There's also a free workshop. So also on our website is a three-part workshop on the five faces of the feminine. So we actually experientially take you into the five faces of the feminine, um, which is a great starting point Um, for anybody, regardless of where you're at on your journey, to just open more (laughs) to this allness that we talk about within. So you can find all of that stuff on our website, rewildingforwomen.com. I would love to see you there. And I also am really grateful that you're here and just want to send you a lot of love and a lot of gratitude for being a part of rewilding. And with that, I will leave you to enjoy this episode. I want to talk about fear. I want to get into this. I want to talk about what's happening in this eclipse. I know I'm hammering on about eclipse, 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 eclipse. And I'm doing that because it's a beautiful place that we're in. It's a profound place that we're in. The doors are open. The veils are thin. We're able to see parts of self that we're not normally able to see. So I want to talk about that today. And I want to talk about some of the blocks that stop us from expanding some of the blocks that stop us from stepping into our allness, some of the blocks that stop us from stepping onto our soul's path, right? Really showing up in the world. Some of those more hidden unconscious blocks. So I'm not worried about the blocks that you're aware of. That's fantastic. You know those. I'm not going to be useful in telling you more about those. I want to hopefully open the door to take you into places that you don't even know are there right? Those unconscious ones that are sabotaging things that you don't know, right? So it might be sabotaging relationships, might be sabotaging career or sabotaging family relationships. So I say relationships, intimate relationships, sexual relationships. Um, We have so much hidden in us, so much hidden in us, right? Um, And for me, eclipse time is just this potent, wild portal where we can see things we don't normally see. And it's easier to access these hidden parts of self. So that's what I want to do today. 
Um, before I do that, I want to open up circle. So I want this to be workshop space. I want to do today as though we are all sitting physically in workshop space, right? So pretending that you're here at Babs's house, we're in the womb downstairs, you and I and the other 105 women are all sitting in this circle with us. Um, so taking some deep breaths, right? We're going to do some work here. This isn't just me yapping on. This is about feeling. This is about experiencing. This is about going beyond the mental realm and the five senses. So starting to breathe into the body. So there is this channel, right? This river of life, I like to call it, or um, channel of body wisdom. There's a billion different names and a billion different traditions. I don't care what we call it, but I just want to breathe it open. So before we start to go in, let's open our bodies. Let's open up to the bigger wisdom in us. So if you're just joining now, what we're doing is we're opening circle so that we can go in and experience some of these hidden realms of self. So first and foremost, it's just breathing. And all you're doing is you're taking a really big, deep breath. You're visualizing, you're feeling, you're imagining that as you breathe this whole channel all the way down to your first chakra, your yoni, we're calling the vagina a yoni today and we're gonna have to talk about it because there's a lot going on with sexual healing and fears of the feminine. We can't not talk about that. So breathing, feeling your body, part of the feminine, part of hidden feminine fears is being able to feel this whole thing, the whole thing, even the parts you don't like. So even the parts that you've maybe always been numb to or have hurt or been painful, part of the feeling into the hidden is just accessing the body. So starting to just breathe the body open. This is how we're coming into circle. This is how we're coming to be present, right? This is part of the feminine way of being present. It's embodied presence. It's not just mental consciousness awareness presence. It's embodied presence, right? It's I'm bringing all of me here, not just mental realm or consciousness realm. I'm bringing the body. I'm bringing heart. I'm bringing soul. I'm bringing the channel and everything here. So doing what it takes to get there. So just breathing, right? Breathing, feeling, moving, Breath is life force, and that's what we're working with, the feminine, life force. Breath, movement, sound is all the feminine. So let's take a couple of deep breaths together. We'll just do two. Everyone always does three. I don't want to do three. I want to do two. The first breath, just breathing in together, all together on three. One, two, three, breathing in, and then breathing out and releasing, letting go of anything that's not allowing you to be here. Next one is breathing in together. One, two, three. And then releasing anything that is not allowing you to be here. All right. Um, A way that I like to also conclude kind of the opening of circle is our big practice of I see you. I honor you. I respect you. I'm fully here. I am embodied. I am in this circle of women. I am saying yes to physically. I know that we're on computers, but I don't care. I am saying yes to physically being here in circle. It's not for me. This is for you, right? Um, And how we do that is we say, I see you, right? Like the allness, the fullness in me 
sees the allness and the fullness in you. So I just invite you. I invite all of you. I invite your emotions, however wild, crazy, chaotic, insane they are. I invite them here, right? I invite the wild, crazy, chaotic thoughts here. I invite the actions here. I invite all of you, your entire being here. All right. It's nice to be with you guys. Kim, I feel you. Um, Christy, hi, sister. Um, oh, yay! <laughs> I'm here with my wifey. I love that. Um, all right. Are you all ready for the fear? <laughs> Here's a question that I want to ask. And I think it would be great for us all to share. So us all to speak from the heart or type right from the heart and to read from the heart. And one of, and, and kind of that first question that I want to ask is, <laughs> On the deepest level possible, what kind of fear are you feeling into right now? And when I say what kind of fear are you feeling into right now, it's more of what are you feeling fear around, right? What is creating fear for you? What are you afraid of? What are What is the theme? Is there a theme, right? Is it you know what, Sabrina, I've actually just started to really tap into my fear of men. Or uh, I started to feel fear around being seen for my spirituality. Or I've started to feel fear, um, Nia, I love that, losing myself. Hell yeah, sister, that is, you are not the only woman on the planet who feels that. Um, Emily, hi, gorgeous woman. So we're just sharing what it is that we're feeling fear around right now. So what are we tapping into? Um, Steffi, hi, gorgeous sister. I love that. My sexuality woman, you are spot on with the astrology and the energetics that are going right now. Um, Fear of for self. Hannah, uh, I feel you, sister. Um, Elena, uh, fear of losing myself again. There it is, right? Um, fear about being seen. So how many of you can relate to some of the... Belinda, heck yeah, sister. Fear of change. Huge. What else? I want to hear more sexual power. Absolutely. What does that mean, right? So for all of us, when I'm standing in the fullness of my sexuality, what does that mean? And is that a scary place to be? Or sexual power. What does that mean? Is that other's sexual power? Do I fear that? Um, Not being able to release my blocks. Trust. Fear of trust. Um, Fear of failing my children and not being able to break the cycles of my past. (laughs) Heck yeah, woman. Elise. uh, Fear of losing control. Yep. Totally honor that, sister. Um, Huge amount of fear around everything I do with revealing my true self. Now, as you're reading these comments that our beautiful sisters are so openly and so vulnerably sharing, what's coming up for you, right? So this is one of the most profound things that we can all do together is while we sit here in circle together is just reading, witnessing, honoring, and feeling what's happening in you. Um, I just read... Uh, Fiona, my deepest sensuality and being seen in that. Heck yeah, woman, you are on it. Be fear of being me, right? What does that mean? What does that mean for my life? If I step into me, all of me, 
what does that mean? Am I going to lose my relationship? Am I going to lose my job? Is my world going to be turned upside down? Is my house going to be taken away? My car going to be taken away? Heck yeah, woman. Totally honoring that. Um, Sandra, I love this fear of being too powerful and remaining in my role of wife and mother. Fear of not being able to be able to do both. Sister, I have gone through that. I, I honor. I honor that. Right? Who else, who else can feel that? Fear of being... Fear of being allness, right? Not just being mother-wife, but being mother-wife, maybe priestess, maybe medicine woman, right? How do I do all of that? Um, fear of not following through, fear of not finding my path. That's a huge one. How many of you can relate to that? Fear of not finding my path. Um, fear of not being good enough. This is a huge one. Fear of not being good enough. Um, never really being loved, fear that I'm not strong enough to follow this path. I hear you, sister. Um, stepping into the unknown power. Yep. Fear of being me. Fear of making wrong decisions. Um, I lost a friend because I'm too big and so now I hide. Yeah. Or I've, I'm afraid of losing my partner. I'm afraid of losing my lover, my husband, or my wife because I'm changing. How about that one? Um, so here's an exercise that you can do later on because we're going to keep going um, into this fear place. But an exercise that you can do later on is read through all of these comments. Rewatch this video and read through all of them and you write down every single thing that resonates with you. All of our sisters have just gifted us a beautiful list of their deepest fears, their most raw, vulnerable, honest selves. This is a huge gift that's just been given to our circle. That's just been given to you. It's just been given to me, right? And so when we go and we feel, we read through this list, right? There's still some coming in. This is beautiful. I'm so grateful um, for you all and for sharing so openly and honestly and and vulnerably real like this is where the magic is at this is where the work is at cutting through the bullshit defenses the stories we tell ourselves the lies we tell ourselves the false masks that we put on to get through the world or to be in certain relationships or defined roles that we have to play in life this is why we come to circle this is why we this is why i show up every week is so we can do this is so we can cut through the crap, right? The, the crap that we've absorbed or the social norms that have boxed us in or the weird family patterning that we've absorbed that's not quite ours, right? It's getting into the guts of it, getting beyond the story, right? Beyond the surface level, hazy, foggy, logical BS and getting into it. And so again, huge gratitude um, for all of you for sharing and um, and some of you are probably maybe even resonating or maybe you're already writing a list like, yep, there's a fear of my sexuality. Yep, there's a fear of this, if, right? This is so good. Um, all right. So if fears continue to pop up, I would say share them, um, continue to chat and to comment with each other. I'm probably going to start talking now um, and maybe not able to read so much. I'll try to open up to questions at the end. That's always kind of how we work. Um, 
a little bit of interaction at the start. Then I want to talk and share some as much as I can with you in the time that we've got. And then open up for a little bit of questions at the end. When we do open up for questions at the end, just make sure you put three question marks in there um, because that will help me to see that it's a question. It just helps because it just helps me a lot. So um, the other thing, I think you can tag people. So if, I don't know if this works or not. I, I don't know. If there's someone that you feel you want to invite into Circle, I think you can tag them on the video. Is this something that we can do? I'm not even sure. Um, but you can probably feel this like we're in a pretty potent love space. And... <laughs> And it's big work that we're doing. Um, and if it feels right to tag women or to share this with others, um, I think you can do that. I don't know. All right. I want to talk about fear, though. I want to go into this. Um, I want to... How do I want to walk into this? Um... Yeah, give me a second. I just want to feel um, into what door to go into around this fear. Somebody once shared with me when I was young, I was maybe 20, and I was stepping into like a new business venture. And I was writing a book at the time and sharing some really personal stuff that was far outside of my comfort zone. And this guy was kind of a mentor, kind of a coach at the time. And he said to me, Sabrina, are you uncomfortable? And I said, I'm incredibly uncomfortable. I hate doing this. And I didn't say I hate doing this, but I said, I'm, un I'm really uncomfortable. I don't like it. And he's like, good. <laughs> That's part of expansion. That's part of growth. Do you remember the book, um, women are Venus, women are from Ve men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, right? Um, gray. I think his name was John, John gray. Is it John gray? I remember him giving a talk once on following soul purpose and his path. And he was a, a priest for a long time or a minister or a pastor or a monk. I think he was a celibate monk actually something along those lines. And he wrote his book. He got married, wrote the book. And then wild things started to happen in his life. And he was talking about being on his path. And he was talking about the first time he got in front of an audience of thousands. And he said, you know, I used to think when I was younger that when I would get nervous or feel uncomfortable, that I wasn't in alignment. And he goes, that is so wrong. It is so wrong. Nervous and uncomfortable is just expansion. It's change. It's transformation. It's growth. It's necessary. It's pushing us into something that's new and different. So I know that this is surface level. So we're just starting here. So I just want to start with expansion. And I want to start with the fact that any kind of transformation, change, and expansion is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable and it kicks up defenses right? How many of you can relate that when you expand into something new, there's this like, Yee! the system is like, oh, but now what are you going to do? What do you do when that E happens, right? I know there's a book written on this as well. Um, 
I don't, it's kind of around the feel the fear and do it anyways. It's the, it's the feeling into the uncomfortableness and getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. So if you're here in circle and you're saying, I want change, I want transformation, I want to step into my allness, you're going to have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's just the facts and that sucks. Like that, I say that with so much love and with so much compassion, but it's the truth, right? If we, we, we can't just go into this like with rose colored glasses on and go, oh, it's all just going to be like peaches and cream and sunshine and rainbows and fucking unicorn farts and blah, 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 right? It's not that. Change is challenging. It's challenging to the ego. It's challenging to the little self, right? It's challenging, Always. It is always challenging. I was just listening to Carolyn Mace the other day talking about um, spiritual growth, spiritual awakening. I think that's the word she was using. She was using spiritual awakening. And she goes, if you don't think spiritual awakening is painful, you've got another thing coming. She's like, your five senses are going to shit themselves. Well, she didn't use the word shit. She never swears. Um, It seems like she does though, right? She's always like flooring you. But it's true. It's true. It's, I want growth. I want transformation. But the second it gets uncomfortable, we question it, right? How many of you can, can you relate to that? It's the, it's the questioning of like, oh no, um, that might not be, that might not be it, right? Um, so first and foremost, when we start to talk about fear, we start to talk about expansion contraction, because this is huge, right? It's one step forward, or maybe two steps forward, one step back, or three steps forward, five back, right? Expansion, you might go into this, so let's just talk about it from a spiritual perspective. You go into this incredibly expanded state. You're almost to the point where you understand oneness, because you are in this expanded state. And then three days later, you're in this contracted state of like, wait, that must not have existed. <laughs> so I want to talk about, I want to talk about that. And anytime we start to talk about any of these changes, shifts in consciousness, right? I want to be a more conscious woman. I want to come into my allness. I want to step onto my soul path. This is a byproduct. Always, always a byproduct is uncomfortable change and fear, fear, deep rooted fear, fear of a lot of different things, a lot of things that we've already shared at the start of this video. Sorry, I'm going to shut this because I think that light is probably annoying you guys. Um, so when we start to feel into fear though, we also need to <laughs> Feel into that non-logical fear, right? So it's like somebody has a fear of heights. They've never fallen off a ladder. They've had no bad experiences in this life of something, something bad happening at a height. Because the fear can come from a lot of different places. So this is also something, I'm just sharing that so that we can open the door to that and just go, okay, there's fear coming from different places. It's not just this life. So you may have a totally irrational fear of opening fully to your sexuality, but you don't know why. And it makes no sense. So then you go, well, that must not be true because it doesn't make any sense here. Right? I don't have any bad experiences, or maybe you do have bad experiences around it, but 
to also know that <laughs> we're working with so much more. We're working on so many other levels, right? We're working on the collective. We're working with ancestral, what we've absorbed from our parents, right? What's encoded in our DNA. Not that it can't be changed, but it's just what we have come in with. And our backpack, right? So I always talk about this, This you can call it karma, but I don't like that word because then everybody gets caught up on religious things and different spiritual traditions, but like your backpack, like you came in with the backpack of stuff. What's in the backpack? Well, maybe in that backpack is experiences of when you were a sacred prostitute and you were fully open in your sexuality, right? You were a priestess who sexually initiated men and maybe women. Maybe that was your job. And then something really, really atrocious happened in that life. Or if you don't want to talk about past lives, just feel into the energetics of that. Um, and then you're in this life and you have this deep, deep, deep fear of opening this full channel, of standing fully in your sexual power, in your beauty. Here's another one that we oftentimes have fear around as the feminine is standing fully in your beauty. What is that going to attract? What does that mean? Um, right now in this eclipse energy, it's a time of looking at these, at deep sexual, it's, 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 it's this beautiful, amazing, amazing, amazing. And it's going to be now for the next like six months. So from this eclipse until the next eclipse, which comes in July, August timeframe, um, is this beautiful container where we can go into these places of deep sexual healing, not just of this life. Right. And, and we don't have to call it sexual healing. It's also awakening, opening the ability to step into our fullness the ability to step into all of our sexuality and not just because we want to have beautiful sex or beautiful relationships, but because sex is creative force. Sex is how we manifest in the world, right? All of that, this whole channel, this whole channel is linked to our ability to make stuff happen, our ability to manifest our desires in this life. So the more open, clear, healed, awake, this whole channel is, the stronger my ability is to just like instantaneously make things happen. You see, some people are just like instantly attract. They go, oh, I'd like a trip to Tahiti. And suddenly they win it on the radio station. You're like, what? And, and it's, that's their, oftentimes that's their relationship to creative force, right? So that's, um, that's a big part of it. Something that I want to talk about around fear as well is, oh, boy, how am I going to get into this one? Is what sits on top of fear? And this is a hard one for me to take us into. It's a hard one to get into <laughs> um, personally because oftentimes there are a thousand other emotions that sit on top of fear, right? For instance, a man is afraid of abandonment. Here's something I've witnessed firsthand. Um, a man, his deepest fear is abandonment. Deepest fear is abandonment. Now, for him to admit to himself, much less another person, 
much less a woman, right? That his deepest fear is abandonment. My deepest fear is that you're going to leave me. That's a hard thing to get to. That is a vulnerable, raw, hard place to get to. That's the truth of the truth of the truth of the truth is that, right? Like that's the core wounding is fear of abandonment. So because I am afraid that you're going to leave me, what do I unconsciously do? I might test you in really weird ways, right? I might get angry because that's an easier emotion for a man to go to than fear. Fear is one of the hardest emotions for us to get to as both feminine and masculine. It is one of, sorry, I got to get a drink of water. It is one of the hardest places to get to. Um, When I'm in workshops with women and when a woman hits or when I'm in a workshop with a man, and when a man or woman hits fear, I am fucking celebrating. Because that is not an easy place to get to, right? That is like you have traversed through this layer of stuff, this layer of stuff, this layer of stuff, and you've gotten to the guts of it, right? Now you're working at the root cause of all of the crap that you've layered on top of it to hide it, to protect the fear, right? Is this making sense? This is so hard to talk about sometimes. Um, I see hearts, so I think that means, D, you say yes, awesome. I'm glad that this is making sense. So here's another challenge for you, is (laughs) when you get triggered by something, right? when you get triggered about anything, right? Like, um, I've got an awesome example about this. Uh, how do I explain this one? Wow, this is such a tough, this is such a tough topic, probably because I'm in it. So here's some like absolute raw vulnerable truth is I'm so in it right now. Um, it's, it's such a beautiful place to be, but to watch the layers of it and to go, okay, that's not my truth. I'm not actually angry at you, right? So it might be, I'm, I'm like angry and this just happened. Okay, here, I'll tell you the story. So this is a perfect story. Um, it's pretty vulnerable and it's just out there and I'll just, I'll just tell you. So um, I borrowed a car from somebody here in the States because I don't stay in the States all that often. Well, I might, but anyways, I don't have a car. So Borrowed a car, was driving the car. Car dies in the middle of the mountains in Colorado where my phone doesn't work. I'm scared. That's scary, right? I have no phone. I am four hours away from anybody that I know. I am scared. Um, so I go into like masculine, like let's make stuff happen. Let's be really strong and tough here and get through this. I hitchhike. Yes, this is my first time ever hitchhiking. I hitchhike because I have nothing else to do. It's like 10 o'clock at night. It's dark. I'm flagging people down on the road. This beautiful couple picks me up, takes me into the closest town, which is an hour away. I'm that far in the middle of nowhere. An hour away. And I get into town and um, 
Stav. I think some of you have met Stav. Stav's, Stav's my partner. I, we have this wild, beautiful, amazing um, love and connection. He's been on a podcast with me, so if you've listened to the Masculine Sexual Healing Podcast, um, that's him. So he's in Australia, and he calls me, and I am angry. I'm angry, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm angry at him. I have no reason to be angry at him. I am angry because I am fucking scared and the man who's supposed to be the man in my life isn't protecting me. He's not here for me to be the tough man to protect me, right? So I'm, I'm watching myself and I'm watching this whole pet. I'm watching myself be angry at him. He's done nothing wrong, but I'm angry. And I'm going, I can't talk to you right now. Because I just need to stay strong. And so the next day, I talk to him. And I'm sharing with him, like, babe, I'm really sorry that I couldn't talk to you. I couldn't talk to you because I needed to really feel into my truth. And my truth was that I was so shit scared. I was so scared. I was, I was just scared. And that was a surface level expression of my actual deepest truth. So I hope that helps. I don't know um, if that gives a little bit of an example. And <laughs> now I could have just like floored him and, and just been totally unconscious to being a, sh- a shithead. And he would have taken it and he would have felt bad because he would he will go into, I should have been there for her. And then he feels, and then all this, and then it's all this like surface level crap. It's not even the truth of the truth of the truth. Um, so my challenge, my challenge is it's not always fear that's at the bottom, right? It's not always deep-seated fear that's at the bottom. But sometimes it is, and it's one of those really tough ones for us to get to. It's a tough one to own, and we do a lot of crazy stuff out of fear, right? Um, fear of stepping into being seen. We will sabotage. Let's say like we are actually meant to own a business we are we are meant or we are meant to be a healer in the world or we are meant to share our wisdom via our voice but we've got this deep fear of we can talk about the person the witch persecution right the persecution of the feminine coming into her gifts and the fear that comes around that but we don't know it We don't know it, right? We just shut our voices down or we don't talk or we don't understand why the business isn't working. So we sit in this place of confusion. Like, I don't know why the business isn't working. I'm I'm doing all these things. I'm working really hard. I don't know why the business isn't working. Well, because the fear is deep down and the fear is running the show, right? There's an energetic to that fear. And that will attract or repel everything. Everything. Just because brains don't comprehend it doesn't mean the energetics aren't happening. Right? So when that fear is there, and it could be fear of, it doesn't have to be career, it could be fear of my sexuality. Right? It might be, (laughs) I really want to find my beloved. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm desiring love. I'm desiring connection. I'm desiring this deep relationship. I'm, I'm desiring my beloved. 
but deep down there is this fear, like it's terror. I am so terrified of having to be real or I'm so terrified of being naked. I am so terrified of somebody seeing the truth of me. That's a huge one. I am terrified, right? We like long for this connection with the beloved, but we're terrified to be seen. There's shame. We're embarrassed of certain parts. We're scared that you'll think I'm crazy if I show you who I really am. You'll think I'm too much if I show you who I really am. So I hold this fear. And from that fear, that fear is talking, right? Like that fear has a voice. And that fear that's in your belly is talking to the next person's belly. The brains aren't registering it. You have no idea this is going on. The other person has no idea that this is going on. But your belly is talking to their belly. And it's going like, I'm too scared. I'm too scared. Your voice is saying like, let's go on a date. But your belly's like, don't come near me. Don't come near me. (sighs) How many of you can relate to that? Um, It's wild. Uh, I want to share one resource and then I want to open up for questions. One resource that I love is Paracoy. Paracoy is a gorgeous um, vocalist, singer, entertainer, priestess, uh, facilitator. She does a track called Fear. There's a album, an album that she does. It's called Emotional Release. I think if somebody knows the exact name, please type it in, but I'm pretty sure it's Emotional Release. Just Google Emotional Release Paracoy. And if somebody can also type in how to spell Paracoy, that will save me from having to answer questions later um, because I'm sure somebody will ask. Um, She does the most beautiful intro meditation into fear and she talks about fear as this is a slippery one. This is a really slippery emotion to get to. It's very tricky, right? It's sneaky. It'll, It'll dodge over here. It'll duck over here. It'll make itself look like this. It's so sneaky, this one. And she talks about it, and it's beautiful how she talks about it. I love it. So she shares that. She gives um, some practices that take you into fear, and then she has a fear soundtrack, which is magnificent. So I would absolutely encourage all, all of our circle, right? All of our circle to check it out between now and well, I would say in this eclipse window, which lasts until the 15th of February, but it doesn't matter when you listen to it. It's just now is kind of a really hot time um, to do some of that, um, especially around sexual healing. So especially around fear, deep-seated fear in the feminine. So what's going on in this eclipse, I hope it's okay that I talk, is it okay that I talk a little bit about eclipse? Like, how can we not talk a little bit about eclipse? I wanna, I wanna just give you as much as I can. Um, So right now, it's all of the sacred feminine healing sacred marriage goddesses hanging out in the eclipse with the goddess of healing and sexual awakening. There is not a better time to do sexual awakening and sexual healing and to feel into the fears around our sexuality, the fears around union, the fears that we have around the masculine, the fears around being penetrated. 
How does that make you feel? Just that word, right? So when we're in healthy, open feminine, it's a yes, I want to be penetrated, right? And it's not necessarily by a man, right? It's even by the divine masculine. Like I had sex with Jesus today in a meditation, which is a cool meditation. I'll share that one with you. So you know those tantric spiraling, right? Um, So when you are doing sacred sexuality um, and you're wanting to spin the energy, right? So you can spin it. It's, it's, it's just sexual energy. It's bliss. It's, it's orgasmic energy. It's creative energy. It's life force. It's Shakti. Uh, it's Chi, whatever we want to call it today. I don't care. Um, but what you do as the woman is you take it in, right? We receive it. We open to it and you open to it. You bring it up into your yoni, obviously, right? That's the whole thing of the feminine. We bring it up. We bring it in. We breathe it up. We breathe it out. Out my crown into his or her crown. Again, this isn't masculine. This isn't like man, woman. It can be any. It doesn't matter. It's just the energetics. You don't even need a penis to do this. Out my crown into his crown. It goes down his body. It comes out his lingam or her lingam. You can have an energetic lingam. It doesn't matter. And then you breathe it up, right? So it's just this. And, and using the breath helps a lot. Visualization helps a lot. Um, and you can do that with a partner. You can do it with any divine masculine that you resonate with. So it can be of any tradition, anything that you feel is pure, right? Go for the pure. We are in this energy where we can walk into the purity of the divine masculine, right? That's where you're going. You're not going for some gooey, nasty crap. You're going right up there, right? I want the purest, light, love-filled, penetration. I want to circulate, right, my energy with the divine masculine. And you just go, you go to that place. Maybe your partner embodies the divine masculine. Yeah, that's right. Like you're, you know, dodgy, crooked, distorted, (laughs) beautiful, glorious man who's human. He can embody the divine masculine or your partner, your your female partner, she can stand in the divine masculine or you can do it with the sun. So some people like to use the sun as divine masculine or Shiva or Christ light, whatever, whatever works, right? You just call upon the highest, purest, most loving, most light filled divine masculine and you allow that energy you allow it to penetrate yoni you allow it to penetrate up to the womb you allow it to spread right this whole section of your body spread you allow it to move it comes up solar plexus this can be a big one especially right now power center right you allow can you allow the light and the love to penetrate your power center right solar plexus how your power struggles with the world, with men, with other women. Um, so you allow it to penetrate there. Then this is oftentimes a cut that us women have endured, right? We have cut our sexuality. Oops, sorry. Hold on, my phone's, we're going to die. Battery's going dead. Um, we have cut our sexuality here. We leave sexuality down here, heart here. So how, now here's the next question. How connected is your heart to your sexual energy and where is this at so is this line healed right is is it able to come all the way up and so in that practice you keep breathing you breathe up into the heart so it's coming up from the yoni right you're breathing 
that divine masculine energy all the way up to heart. Let it penetrate throat. Let it penetrate head, third eye. Let it penetrate out the crown. And then it goes back into him and it keeps coming around. That is fabulous. Um, that's been my practice every day for the last probably since Eclipse, since our last Sedona workshop. Um, it's been a lot, a lot of practices with Divine Masculine because that's, um, it's, it penetrates certain areas that uh, nothing else is going to get to. It'll take you to certain places and heal. So there's a gift in the Divine Masculine that, that only the Divine Masculine gifts us with as women and opens those places. So that's just a beautiful practice. Okay, I promised we would do questions. We've got about 10-ish minutes for questions. Um, so if anybody has any questions, um, just remember to put three question marks because that just helps me to know that it's a question. Um, oh, I'm loving all of your comments. I didn't read Barbara's comment. Oh, here's one. Um, how would you find the info on what you described, Serena, the process for what you're talking about, if I forget? Um, Emily, that's an excellent question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Rewatch this video. And I know that we'll put, actually, here's what we'll do. Emily, beautiful question. Um, we will put that clip onto our YouTube channel. Um, so you'll be able to find it on Rewilding for Women on the YouTube channel. So we'll take that section of the practice and we'll put it on our YouTube channel. So that, that'll make it easy. Um, okay, what else have we got? Uh, oh, there's just like such beautiful, um, such beautiful comments. Um, oh, Mary, that's where my healing energy gets trapped in the solar plexus. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous woman. I didn't even know that was your last name. You're, you're my Mary. You're my Mary, <laughs> woman. Um, yeah, uh, that's a big spot to work. Um, sister, I would say you just keep breathing. Um, hands, hands are really powerful. Remember Hygieia hands from the workshop? Remember, because Hygieia is a part of this eclipse. So Hygieia hands here. What you can do is you can breathe. You can breathe him, the divine masculine in. You invite him here. And you also invite Hygieia. Right? So you invite Hygieia and then just follow where it takes you. So trusting where it takes you. Um, best mama hugger ever. <laughs> Woman, it was so good. Um, okay. Would a jade egg yoni practice be good for that? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. 100%. Also, yoni steaming is really good for that. So yoni steaming is an ancient practice with herbs where you inhale. It is really powerful. Um, Elise makes the best yoni brew, yoni steam, herbal creation that I have ever used and ever seen in my life. Um, she's on here, I know, and her website is Timeless Tea. So if you look up Timeless Tea, Elise, can you put your website in the comments? Um, you can check out Elise's Yoni Brew if you want to do Yoni Steam. That's another practice. So I would suggest both of those practices. Just feel into what feels right for you. And you don't need a jade egg either. You don't need crystal wand either. You can use your fingers. So to me, there's nothing more loving. Well, for me, it was actually my partner, Stav, 
Um, there was nothing that could be more loving than his hands, than his touch. It was one of the most profound, powerful things I have ever been through was when we first did that practice of, it was literally his fingers touching every single part and not from a sexual perspective, from a healing, loving, allowing for anything to arise part, right? And it would be like, like here's, I don't even know how to make a yoni, right? That's So it would be like here, like fingers here. And I would be like, <gasps> and then it would be an emotional release of whatever. And he would just hold love. He would hold that divine masculine, pure Shiva, pure love. He wouldn't move. He wouldn't waver. He would, he would hold that big protective love space and just stay and not move and just love. He would love the parts that I couldn't love, right? The parts that I had so much shame around or and not even logical. It's not logical, right? Or fear, or grief, right? So then we went up into, um, we do womb practices, grief around loss of babies, right? And you, he, he would just hold and he wouldn't move and I would be bawling or I would be screaming and then there would be rage, right? He might be, we might be back here and he might be here and he might hit a spot and I am angry, right? Like I am a roaring beast over over lifetimes of being used, lifetimes of just being objectified as a sexual thing that can be used and tossed away, right? So just, just loving. And you can do that with anything. It doesn't have to be a partner. Um, it can be yourself doing it. Um, and then fear, right? So grief, fear, anger. And that fear, when you hit that fear place, that is a good wild, deep, 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 deep place to be. Um, so yeah, that's another really good, really, really, really good practice. Um, let's see. I think we've got time for maybe one more question. Can we send our husbands to a workshop with Stab? I think Stab's going to be in the Australian workshop, Mary. I think um, when we do the men and women's event, which we just posted today. Um, so for those of you, I know we've got lots of comments um, and, and notes saying, hey, I'm in for the Australian workshop. It's posted. It's live. You can book tickets um, for the men and women's workshop in April in Australia, which is our two-day deep dive. Um, I love that question, Mary. Okay, let's see if there's any other quick questions that I can look at. Oh, here's one. Um, I'm comfortable in body in expressing, this is D by the way, comfortable in body in expressing physical, but I come choked when trying to voice my truth. How do I connect the two? Okay, D, here's a great practice. One of many great practices that you can try. Um, one is the opening of the womb, right? So coming from the yoni up into the womb, the opening of the womb is linked to the opening of the throat. So if you have, and I'm saying this for you specifically because you're comfortable in your body, you're comfortable expressing physically. So what you do is you start to do this practice here, right? So whatever you do typically to open, right? To feel, to allow energy to move. And then you do the same here. You link the two. That's one practice you can do is linking the two. You can breathe and sound. 
So sound from the womb. You start to sound from the womb. Make a sound. I don't care. This is every woman that comes to Rewilding Workshop will, not every woman. Sorry, 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 sorry. Not every woman. Some women will say, I just don't make sound, Sabrina. I just don't make sound. Um, And to that, I would say there's something going on here. It may not know it. And we don't always have to make sound. Lots of processes are silent. Lots of openings are silent. But if you can never make sound, if it's uncomfortable to ever make sound, there's something going on here with voice of truth, right? With, with speaking my truth, with being heard. And that is a big feminine wound, is being heard and speaking my truth. And so D, another practice, my sweet friend, and this one's going to suck. It's not going to be nearly as fun as like, hey, let me go dance in my womb and then dance in my throat and then let me make a sound from my womb space, right? Like, that would be my womb sound today. So you just do that. Like, what is the sound, the deepest sound that I can make from my womb space? Um, But here's the uncomfortable one is D, you've got to speak your truth. I know, I know that one sucks. It's much better to just go to a workshop with Sabrina and roar your brains out, right? But it's every time you feel a truth, you gotta speak it. Every time. And the more you do it, the more this opens. You might even choke on the first couple of times being heard for the truth, but it's speak it. Just every opportunity you get to speak your truth, speak it. Start with like the close friends. Right? They say, I want to go, let's go to dinner at the Mexican restaurant. And you don't like Mexican. It's going to make you sick. You really don't even want to go. Speak that. Right? They're your friends. They love you. Start there. Um, but that's a huge one is we've got to speak our truth. All right, my sweet friends. Um, I adore you. I love our circle. Um, I love that we get to do this weekly. Some of you I know I'll be seeing in this Colorado workshop starting on Saturday, um, which is a wild time to be working together. Um, Some of you all see in the men and women's Colorado workshop, there are two tickets left for that. I think two, one, two men's tickets, one woman's ticket. So there's three. Um, If anyone's interested in that, there's a couple of tickets for the UK events coming up and that's it. Um, All of our Australian events, our women's only events are booked up. Uh, the men and women's just opened, so that's available, and that's all we've got. Uh, that's all we've got on the books right now. But Inner Circle, um, so for those of you who are like, hey, I want to journey into this, we did a big practice around sexual healing in Inner Circle. So for those of you who are in Inner Circle, do it, do it, do it more, do it more. I'm sending you all an email on more sexual healing practices. It's coming your way. Uh, probably tomorrow morning. So if you're not an inner circle and you're like, wow, I want to work with the astrology every month. I want to work with the archetypes that you work with in rewilding. I want to do the theme. So this month is, um, is sexual healing. We're working with the eclipse. Um, it's open, right? Uh, you can join at any time. There's, you just go to the website, inner circle, uh, rewildingforwomen.com, inner circle, and you can find all the details there. Um, and that's where we get to work. It's where we get to work together every month. Okay. Um, I love you. I've got just massive, massive, massive gratitude for all of you. And I will see you all in Inner Circle or I'll see you next week. Okay. Lots of love. Bye, beautiful women.